There's only one person I know who was an 11 times national karate champion who also has over 25 years experience in New Zealand broadcasting. And that's my guest for today on I'm Also, it's Mark Eagle. G'day, mate. G'day, Mark. How are you? I guess you are the only person with uh, 11 national karate titles in New Zealand. Who also works as a radio announcer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's other people who've won 11 titles, but they probably don't work in radio. Yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah. I don't know Maybe they're professional karate people. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to get complaints. <laughs> I should be saying I should, I should, karate's not right. Is it karate? How am I supposed to be saying it properly? Well, if you really want to be pedantic, karate. Karate. Yeah. I, I don't know I can hold that. That's all right. Everyone says karate. And that's karate. okay. That's our karate. <laughs> so you... You're 11 to- – we'll start with the karate. Okay. So uh, 10 in a row, 11 times champion, and but then you went up a level of success, didn't you, recently? I did, yeah, in June. Um, it was my, another crack at the Oceania Karate Championships. First time I tried that was 1994, back when I was a young fella, and I'm sure we were both a bit slimmer then. You've still got a good head of hair, Adrian, but mm. I actually had hair then. Uh, but, yeah, earlier this year, we weren't sure if it was going to happen with everything that's gone on the last couple of years. Then all of a sudden the borders opened up. They said, it's on. They said, do you want to go? You've made the team. I said, as the Pope Catholic, let's go. Let's do it. So yeah, off to New Caledonia. Uh, a lot of training, mentally and physically. But yeah, it was great to get there. And you had COVID though, didn't you, at one stage? I did have COVID uh, about six weeks before we left. And that was the tough thing. So the experts said, after you get COVID, you've got to recover. Don't get back into training straight away. So I did three weeks of doing nothing. Um, so I sacrificed fitness to actually get better so that I could train and train hard. And it paid off. And what does training involve? Just the key training? Lots of going over the same thing and just improving it time by time by time. So I do what's called kata in in karate competitions, which is your set moves. And there are a hundred, more than a hundred different katas that you can do in competition. Um, So some of them have well over 100 moves. You have to remember them in order. But each move, you have to put everything into it. So there's judging criteria, your strength, your speed, your athleticism, and uh, particularly your knowledge of the kata. And you took away gold. I did. Stoked. Who did you beat? What was that? Mate, beat Australia. Beat Australia? Beat Australia. I was in a division full of Australians, the only Kiwi. So it was quite nice... and this was amazing, standing on top of that podium with your national anthem playing, uh, surrounded by Australians on the second and third place podiums. I'm, I'm sure they had your full support. Yeah, they did. And the Kiwis there were pretty vocal, and that was great. You know the best thing, Adrian, was my wife and my eight-year-old. She was seven, then seven-year-old daughter sitting in the stands. Great. Biggest supporters right there. Great. But, you know, um, and, and you couldn't do that without the support of your family and your coaches. That's the biggest thing is listen to what your coach says. They know best. They know what to do. They've been there. They've done it. And they can look at it from an objective point of view. And your coach is in Auckland. Yeah, he is. So. Yeah. But that was the great thing with lockdown. I can train with them on Zoom. There's nothing like being there face to face. But hey, you can you can get by on Zoom and then it's less trips to Auckland. And is it more is it more mental than physical or is it sort of 50-50? It's, it's, it's both. Yeah, it is a lot of mental and you get those doubts creeping into your mind, particularly in a co- competition like Oceania's because you don't know who you're up against. This yeah. guy's you've never seen before, whereas with your own national competitions, you know some of the opposition, you know who's going to be strong. And so going overseas is a, is a somewhat, I was like, I don't know these guys. I don't know how good these guys are going to be. They could be amazing. They could be terrible. Um, they were good, 
But yeah, fortunately, I had the best coach. Yeah. And how long? How long does it take through? Take to go through all the moves. Um, one kata or routine could go from two minutes up to three minutes. So you've got to keep your composure, keep your strength going. And some of those big routines, man, you get tired by the end of them. You know, once you've done a couple of big jumps in the air and get down in your poses really low, which can burn your thighs. So yeah, some of them are hard, and they should be hard. Yeah, and how does it? How do you compete with someone? Is it like a round robin kind of thing, or um, is it points? And the, what we did at Oceania's is one person wears a, it does it as regardless of what grade you are. One yeah. person wears a red belt, yeah, and one person wears a blue belt, and you go on. Red performs their kata, they bow, they come off. Blue goes on, they perform their kata. You both walk on, and they raise flags for the winner. Five judges. And then you go to the next round. Yeah. Oh, that's quite intense, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, But some competitions have developed now to a scoring system, which they used to have 20 years ago, and they've brought it back in. So whoever gets the the highest scores goes through to the next round. Mm. And they did that for the the young fellas, the 18 plus or so on. But for us old fellas, I I prefer the flag system. I I think it's a fairer and better system, and a bit more exciting for people to watch. Oh, who's going to win? Who's going to win? Who's going to win? The flags go up. Yes! Or, oh no. <laughs> You're going to sit in the corner for five minutes and mope, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fortunately, and you, you know, you do get that comes through your mind. What happens? What happens if I don't achieve that dream? But you've just got to train hard and give it your absolute best. Wow. And there's a, f- there's a few other New Zealanders competed as well, didn't Yeah, they? we had a decent-sized team. We had probably 40, 50 people going over there, and we did really well. We did exceptionally well. I was trying to find a segue into into um, that sort of your, your evening job, I guess, but into your day jobs being a long career of broadcasting. Yeah, 27 years. 27 years, and you've worked for, say, a few radio stations such as 1XX and Fakatani and in Tauranga at... The Breeze. At The Breeze, breeze. the morning show for the yep. last uh, nearly six years now. Mate, what's a, I guess when you say what's a normal day, people always go, what, no day's the same. But what's like well, a basic, well, you're on a breakfast show, no aren't you? No day is the same, and that's the best thing about it. You can come in. So we, we get together, Jolene and myself, when we get in it just after five in the morning. I know that sounds daunting, but in Tauranga, it's the best time to travel to work. Get the free parking in Selwyn Street, and you don't have to worry about millions of cars on Hewlett's Road. Uh, so we get in, and we, we will have prepped the next day's show the day before, except for a few things. So we'll find out what's been happening overnight. And that's our first break. What's been happening overnight while you were sleeping? What's been happening locally? What's been happening nationally? And what's been happening around the world? It could be something fun. It could be something serious. So every day's different. So it's a five o'clock, was it a five o'clock start? Yeah, I, I normally get, I normally listen to the news while I'm sitting in the car, the five o'clock news, and then it's about a, oh, a big four-minute walk into work from Selwyn Street. Yeah, and it's not just being on the radio, isn't it? You've got a lot of, um, you know, you're out in the community... Oh, yeah. After, after yeah. being on here. Well, there's my, my karate club that I run, which I've got a great bunch of kids. Awesome yep. bunch of kids who are really keen and they love learning. And I love seeing that spark in their eyes when they get it. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, also run pub quizzes. Yep, pub quizzes. Fun. Good fun. A lot of work. It's yep. pretty intense. And if you make a mistake, oh, they'll let you know. Hang on. I think we got eight points out of ten in that round, Mark. Can you just go and check that for it? No, but uh, no, they don't talk like that. They don't talk like that. But, you know, it's fun, and everyone's there for a good time. And for those kind of skills, what's the kind of key skills for that sort of broadcasting, public presenting kind of industries you think you've, you need? You've got to be open to things that are happening. You've got to know what current affairs 
are happening in the country, you've got to know what's happening mainly on local radio in your community. You know, if there's a new building popping up, find out what it is. If there's a new shop, hey, let's go and have a look. If a community group's doing something that's kind of interesting, I'm not talking about something boring. I'm not talking about a bunch of people uh, sitting around making a new quilt or something, which would be great for them, but what's something that's got a broad interest that your audience is going to be into? There's no point about us talking about some, uh, say, some maybe for want of a better term, a breakdancing competition when our audience uh, are women from 35 to 55 or 60 years of, of age who, who really aren't that interested in that type of thing. They love cooking. They love their garden. They love their shopping, don't they? We know that. Yeah. And what's been some highlights um, in radio, you know, going out, dealing with the public? Oh, mate, there have been many. There have been many. I, and I think that one that springs to mind is a, a competition we do at Christmas time called Christmas Angels. And uh, we would find a family that's had a pretty rough time. You know, maybe they've been laid off work. Uh, there was one in particular a few years ago, Adrian, where they lost their teenage son. Mm. And that was really, really rough. Now, the mum was the caregiver for their teenage son. And that was their full-time, that was her full-time occupation. So as well as grieving the loss of their son, uh, they'd lost their income. They'd lost their livelihood and they were looking at having to move. Um, and it was a competition we did with the Tauranga Crossing, who are amazing. So we got hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth. You know, it was right on Christmas. It was a, it was a week or so before Christmas. So we got in touch with their neighbours. Um, we made someone take them out for a coffee. And we invaded their house in a good way. Mm-hmm. We set up a Christmas tree. We set up decorations. And they had a couple of younger kids who were looking at Christmas being pretty sparse. So we took loads and loads of Christmas gifts. Uh, We filled up their pantry with food and their fridge, and then we waited for them to arrive home, and there were many tears, mate. I don't think I've been affected with anything I've done in radio like that ever since. There were lots of tears, and they were just the most amazing, wonderful people. And the neat thing is you get to know them a little bit, and you, you might see them around and, hey, how you doing? And, you know, being involved in your community, there's nothing like it, mate. Mm. Another fun time was when uh, I worked in Bay Rock, a rock station in Fakatane, and Kevin Bloody Wilson was in town. And I got him in studio, and he came in studio, and he sat in with me for an hour, and he is the nicest bloke in the world. And we were just sitting in studio, chatting, singing a few songs, until I said to him, What's your favourite song? And he said, my favourite. And it's a song called The Well-Hung Young Goat uh, from Kalgoorlie, complete with all the swearing, did it live on the radio, not one complaint, and that night his concert was sold out. Wow. Yeah, that was cool. That was fun. Fun stuff like that is cool. Did he, have a, stuff. did he have a sort of a quiet personality off air and then full on on yeah. air, or was it? Yeah, he's actually a genuinely very nice, very caring guy. Um, he doesn't drink anymore. He's a teetotaler. But he's, he's a very caring guy. And then that night at his show, I, I went and jumped on the line to go and get an autograph and photo with him. He said, mate, no, no, you don't have to line up. Come up, come up here. Come up here. Let's, you know, I'll sign you this. Do you want to see? Do you want to DVD? I'll, I'll sign it for you. And the nicest guy, really, really caring guy. And he uh, goes, he, do, he goes on tour with his daughter, 
Her, her name is TJ and she goes by the stage name Genitalia from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> and she is funny, mate. Oh, he's funny. She's funny. They're a great tandem, tandem act. You get the chance to see him. He's coming to uh, Tauranga in October. Oh, yeah. I thought I saw an ad for him coming back. Yeah, he is. Go and see him. If you want to laugh yourself silly, leave your inhibitions behind, but he's good. Yeah. He's good. Maybe what's, what's about some of the biggest changes in radio, you reckon? Oh, mate. There have been so many changes. I mean... Most stations you listen to now come out of Auckland, yep. uh, is the networking. When I started in radio, when you started in radio, Adrian, uh, you would have a person doing the breakfast show, you would have a person doing 10 to 2, another person doing 2 to 7, another person doing the night show, that's where I started, doing the 7 till midnight show, and another person who tends, turns up at about quarter to midnight and goes on air from midnight till 6am. That's a thing of the past now. That's a thing of the past. You know. So on, on The Breeze in Tauranga, we have a live breakfast show, and the rest of the day is networked. Most other stations you hear, The Rock, The Edge, um, they, they it's all networked. So it could be a person sitting in the studio in Christchurch does breakfast. Another person sitting in Auckland or Wellington who does the next shift and so on. Lots of opportunities. I guess social media. I guess radio has worked well with the social media, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and you have to. You have to. And uh, people make a living out of being social media experts yeah. and there is a lot of that that's that's more so than on-air jobs now as the social media and the marketing and promotion side and that's probably a way for people to get into radio is through promotions um stations take on people throughout summer to work their promotions so you've got to be outgoing you've got to be friendly you've got to be approachable and you've got to know what you're doing people skills people skills yes so absolutely uh, maybe we'll go, do, I'll do my plug a plug a product segments where mm-hmm. you pr- promote something. It could be something. Buy now, I'll get one free. Yep, pretty much. As long as you can f- provide, get one free. <laughs> you can mention it. So well, I could give you two free lessons at my karate club where I teach kids. First two lessons free. If the kids want to keep it up, well then you pay your fee. For what, what age groups that? Uh, I take kids from school age up. It helps having an eight year old girl myself. And a whole bunch of her friends come along and they love it. And where's that at? Where's that at? Um, we do it at the Arataki Community Centre on Monday and Thursday afternoons. So on Monday afternoon, I still have kids come over from Ohopi Beach where I used to live and teach over there. So they're more the senior students and other kids who are a little older and higher graded. Um, but I, I teach the beginners, the younger kids first and then the older kids after that. And the cool thing is, by the time this podcast goes to where, Adrian, it will have happened, but uh, we have an international coach from the Czech Republic who's going to be teaching on Monday, wow. who's in the country at the moment. And his partner is one of the one of Europe's top Kamite fighters, and uh, she'll be teaching as well. It's been a dream since she was a young girl to climb Mount Manganui, so they're doing that in the weekend. Mm. Is it still very popular? Is, oh, yeah. It's kind of always been a... 40 million people, can't be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's still developing in New Zealand, but in in Europe, that's what people do professionally and full time. And it's, you know, when we get someone like that coming to New Zealand, it's holy moly. You know who they are, the world famous within their field. So, yeah, you go along and they teach and you train and you listen and learn. Yeah. And karate, karate is a, a cool thing. See, there you go, the pronunciation, Adrian. Give it a go. Karate. Very good. Very good. <laughs> and it's, it's a lifetime of learning. You can always learn. And your second plug a product? My second plug a product. Come to my pub quiz. <laughs> oh, yeah. <That's laughs> Tuesday nights at the Good Home in Papamore, 7 o'clock kickoff time. Loads of fun. Can I say this, Adrian? That pub quiz is a little bit like sex. 
you don't have to be really good at it to still enjoy it and have a good time. What's a, what's a couple of pub quiz questions? What's a standard sort of question you do? Oh, we can get really, really hard ones. You can get easy ones. You can get ones that's like, oh, I know the answer to that because of such and such. Give me, give me a question and I'll see if I know the answer. Okay, what's the longest place name in the world? It's that. Oh, it's the New. Oh, is it the New Zealand one or the Welsh? Name? Nah, the New Zealand one tops the Welsh it one, mate. Zealand, it is the New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. I can't. We're not going to ask you that in a pub quiz because it'll take you half an hour yeah. to write it down. So I got, I got a half a mark there. Yeah. I'll, I'll take one more question. What's mm-hmm. another, one more question? What are you give me, what's another question? One more question. Mm-hmm. What have you got? Another question. Give me another pub quiz question. Oh, another pub quiz yeah, question. Yeah, what is the capital of Burkina Faso? The, the Central African country of Burkina Faso. I know they're all geography questions today, aren't they? I would have to... That's a city called Wagadougou. I have not got the answer. <laughs> Wagadoudou. Wagadougou. Wagadougou. Okay, I'll look that up after the... I'll put that in the links. You wouldn't li- get many points there for pronunciation, Adrian. No, no. I'll, put that, I'll look that up after the podcast. Yeah, please do. And add that in. Yeah. Gosh, I failed. <laughs> and you have the really cool rounds like... Is this person alive or dead? Oh, yeah, okay, give me one of those. Give, mm. give me one of those. Okay. I'm, I think I'll be better. The great actor, Christopher Lee, alive or dead? Oh. You know Dracula? Yeah, yeah. I'm just he was thinking, in a couple of Star Wars just, movies? No, dead. Yeah, dead. Yeah. He was, was it Saruman and Lord of the Rings? Yeah, yeah. And then he yeah got it was a few out. years ago he passed away. Yeah, and then he got cut out of the third film, wasn't it? He got cut out. Oh, I think. Oh, he, I didn't know that. I think it was in it briefly. Very briefly. His scenes got really cut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the movie was a long movie anyway. It was. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The director's cut. Go for that one, mate. I haven't got that many hours in the day. <laughs> yeah, spare out nine hours to watch all three. They're great, yeah. great movies, though. Okay, we'll sum it up. We'll just finish off. You'll want to get in, just generally into radio, or career broadcasting, have people skills. And if you want to get into karate, learn how to say it properly. <laughs> Karate. Karate. Karate is fine. Karate's fine. <laughs> okay, thanks for your time, Mark. Thanks, Adrian. Nice to talk to you, mate. It's great. You can find me on LinkedIn, but oh, I, need, yes, I, yes. Need, I need to work on that. I'm yes. a newbie to, to LinkedIn. To can you help me with that, Adrian? To find out more about Mark, you can find him on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Mark Eagle. Mark Eagle. Yeah, hopefully. I'm on Facebook. I'm not too hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can find me at the Good Home at the Pub Quiz on Tuesday nights and Papa more. Have I plugged them enough already? Probably. I'm not on commission. Probably. That's it. That'll do. LinkedIn. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Pleasure.